were watching console conversations hello everybody it's me walter the germany ball back for the final final time on console conversation season two and well there wasn't really an e3 this year but seven game companies held conferences similar to what they would have done if e3 was this year so we're going to go and talk about those, starting off with the PS5 event on June 11th, which was very interesting, and they showed off a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of games that seriously topped my expectations. And the first game that they showed wasn't really a game, it was rather an expanded version of Grand Theft Auto V. Now this was kind of funny because, you know, Grand Theft Auto 6, people thought that would be revealed to be a PS5 exclusive, but also it means that now Grand Theft Auto 5 is on three generations of PlayStation, so that was fun. Um, and then they had Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is a uh, standalone expansion where you play as Miles Morales, and that looks really good, and that's a launch title exclusive for the PlayStation 5, and that game looks very good. After this, we got uh, Gran Turismo 7, which is a driving game. Gran Turismo 7 is a driving game in the Gran Turismo series. They haven't had numbered entry in a while, so people are excited for this. I'm not a Gran Turismo fan, but I know this was exciting for some people. I don't believe it got a release date. The graphics are really nice, and yeah, it looked neat, but... The next game was a bit more than neat because it's a new freaking Ratchet and Clank game. I freaked out at this. Um, it's a exclusive game developed by Insomniac for the PlayStation 5. Looks incredible. Uses the system's uh, SSD in really good ways and ray tracing in really good ways. So I can't wait for that game as well. Uh, so we got a strong beginning and then we go into Project Athea, which was the first third-party game after Grand Theft Auto V, which looks cool. It's by Square Enix, and you're, like, fighting evil demon dogs with magical powers, and you jump really far. Like, it looks weird, but really cool, kind of, I guess, maybe. <laughs> then we got Stray, which Annapurna is creating that, and you play as a cat, who delivers things in a world run by robots where humans have been, they're just not, they aren't there anymore. He plays the cat, which is adorable, but we don't know much about it. Looks interesting, comes out 2021. Then we got Returnal, which also comes out 2021. That's another exclusive where you play as a lady who crash lands on a planet and has to keep reliving the same experiences with a shooter aesthetic and fighting these demon things on an alien planet. Looks, looks very interesting and we go from something dark like that to the new Little Big Planet game called Sackboy, a big adventure, which is a 3D platform, which I think is a great idea that makes the series a bit more interesting. And it looks great, looks like tons of fun, could be a launch title. Yeah, that, that game looks really fun overall, and I think it really has a lot of advantages going for it with a 3D aesthetic. It could be much more creative. Then we got Destruction All-Stars, which is like Rocket League and Twisted Metal. You can get out of your car, you can drive around. It's basically Rocket League without a ball, 
where you can get out of your car and it has twisted metal mechanics. The characters are dumb, the name is dumb, but the gameplay looks pretty cool. Um, and then we got another launch title, but this is a timed exclusive. And wow, this game looks awesome. It's called Kina. It's kind of like Breath of the Wild, but you're saving these small animal forest creatures from uh, spirits in the woods. And it looks incredibly interesting. I really can't wait for this game. This one looks absolutely phenomenal, to, to tell the truth. Um, then we got Goodbye Volcano High. Um, oh, okay. Sh sure. Why not? Why the heck not? Then we have the new Oddworld game called Oddworld Storm, which goes back to the 2D roots with the character who... Abe, I think is his name. It looks really f interesting. I think it's going to be very creative. Uh, Oddworld games are usually very good. Um, so I think this game has a lot of potential. Could be really fun. I think it is another exclusive. So yeah, this game is very interesting, definitely. I'll have to keep an eye out for this one. It it just looks interesting. Then we got Ghostwire Tokyo, which is a first-person action horror-type game. Looks cool. I mean, it's very weird. It You're in Tokyo, and like parts of the uh, other parts of the world are merging with it. But it looks very, very interesting, really. I think it looks nice. Then we got Jet the Far Shore. No. Uh, I said this in uh, episode 5, I don't care about this game, I think it looks bad. Um, and that's just because I think the art style is hideous, it's just gross. Um, they probably put a lot of effort into it, but I do not care about this game. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, but I just don't care. And then we go into another game I don't care about that looks really cool though, Godfall. It's like Destiny but without guns, instead you're using melee weapons like swords and axes and hammers and scythes and spears. I mean, it looks cool, but, I mean, not really anything we haven't seen before. Then we got Solar Ash, which is like this skating game or something. You skate around on black holes, and it the art style is kind of neat, and it looks fine, I guess. I don't know. Then we got Hitman 3, which is obviously the third Hitman game in this new trilogy. Um, they were originally going to be much better, but they're still fine games, um, and I think this one has potential to be good. It comes out like January 2021 so almost a launch title um so this one looks cool they said they were going to show gameplay but they did though so that's kind of stupid you know then we got uh Astro's Playroom the second Astrobot game but this one doesn't require VR and it is included with every PlayStation 5 every every single one at launch uh this this is cool i think this looks nice it looks fun Little of little of sure. Um, then we got Little Devil Inside, which is like paper mache monster hunter with a with a old British guy, and then there's a poop joke in the trailer. Um, my mind, the inner machinations of my mind are an enigma, so I don't get this game, but it looks fine. <clears throat> and then we got a basketball game. Who? 
I don't know why they take the time to show this. And this was the low, lowest point of the conference, but, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Then we got Bug Snacks. This game looks so creative, but insane. People eat snack, eat, people eat foods, foods that are also, like, animals, and then they start to turn into them. It's absolutely insane, but the design of the characters is cool, and I think it looks adorable. So, you know, Bug Snacks looks neat. Then we got a remake of Demon's Souls. I don't care about the Souls games that much. Uh, I should get around to trying them, but, you know, overall, this was okay, but it is another exclusive, but, you know, just not a huge deal. People would probably like a full-on remake of the first one. Um, Deathloop, which is from a subsidiary of Bethesda, looks super cool. You're reliving the same things, kind of like Returnal, but it has an awesome art style, and you have to avoid another assassin, which could work really well in couch multiplayer. If it has that, I'll check this one out. Looks very interesting. Then, we had, uh, Resident Evil 8 with werewolves and Chris Redfield. Um... At first, I was like, what is this? Some kind of stupid fairy tale horror thing that we see way too much of in media now? No, it's Resident Evil 8, and it looks fine. It looks fine. I know that's copyright of Scott, Scott the Waz, but, you know. Uh, and then Pragmata. Why? What is this? It's a, like a Capcom game that's not coming out for two whole years. And you, like, shoot nets into the air, and then there's a little girl with a hologram cat, and a spaceship crashes into you, and it's, like, New York, but there's nobody there. This was, like, so many weird games at the conference, but maybe this was the weirdest. But then we got the best one, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 Forbidden West. Horizon 2 Forbidden West. Horizon Zero Dawn 2, that's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, I don't- do I even need to explain myself? I love the first game. I can't wait for this. This was the best announcement in the whole show. And it was the great- a great way to end off all the game trailers. Uh, we did get one more, however. The PS5 console reveal. I actually thought the PS5 looked really cool. Some people didn't think that. But yeah, so that was the PS5 event. And honestly, they showed off tons of exclusives, tons of timed exclusives, tons of, tons of great games in general. And they just knocked it out of the park with this one. This was a great way to start off the big events. And they definitely did a great job. Then we come to EA Play, which was surprisingly good. And we started off with... E Apex Legends Season 5, Command & Conquer Remastered, Apex Legends coming to Switch, and a bunch of games coming to Switch, Steam, and PC. Alright, cool, neato, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, didn't really blow my mind, but fine by me, cool. Then we got Star Wars Squadrons, which actually looks good, but, um, you know, it's EA, so I'm not going to get my hopes up. They screwed up the last three. I hope they don't screw this one up, but I'm not going to buy it unless they don't screw it up. So, there's your ultimatum. Don't make a terrible game, and I might buy it. Ever think about that, EA? But then we come to a game that really excited me, Rocket Arena, which is already out. Um, 
Didn't hear much about this one, but I thought it would look really fun. It's really creative. You use rockets, so you have to, you know, you can only shoot with rockets, so you have to be careful of, like, the explosions and stuff. Looks really fun. DLC, I'm pretty sure is free, but it costs $40. So, not a microtransaction riddle mess, EA. You did it. You made a good game. Um, and it also has pretty cool character designs and abilities, too. Then we got It Takes Two. Which is from this, like, um, this, this guy, who's pretty famous, I guess. I've never heard of him. But It Takes Two sounds cool. It's, I think it's like a co-op puzzle-type game, where you have to solve unique puzzles. And that sounds, like, really awesome. So, I'm, I'm interested in this game, too. And he made a way out, which is supposed to be actually good. So, I don't think EA is forcing him to mess up his game. So, I might check that one out. And speaking of games by EA subsidiaries that I would check out, Lost in Random looks so cool. I love the art style. And the, the, the dice is just adorable, the dice companion. It looks really fun. We don't know much about the gameplay, but from what we've seen, I think this game looks pretty banging. I, I just think it looks really fun and then we get to the worst part which was fifa and then but guess what they only showed it for like two minutes so thank you ea thank you i would prefer that you don't show it at all but this is a step forward for you guys and i am very happy with what you did here you did a great job thank you guys thank you you did a great job for for ea um and speaking of that we come to the final announcement which people thought was awesome, uh, a new skate game. I've never played skate, but that's a big announcement. So overall, the EA conference was, could have been better. There were certainly problems. It wasn't the, the best, but I mean, seriously, considering every other thing EA has ever done in their entire lives, this was amazing. Like, it wasn't amazing compared to other events, but it was great compared to like Ubisoft, and it was great for EA, so good job on this one. And then we have uh, Pokemon Presents and Smash Brothers uh, had presentations, which were fine. I thought they were fine, especially Pokemon was actually pretty good, the first one. And they started off with Pokemon Smile, weird thing to start out with. It's a tooth, teeth, tooth, teeth, tooth brushing game for your smartphones, for children, Okay, neato. Then we got a game that's terrible on the Nintendo Switch, but is amazing for your phone. It's probably one of my favorite mobile games ever. Pokemon Cafe Mix. Really creative puzzle game. No ads. You don't need microtransactions. It's actually pr a pretty good deal. Lots of charm. I really like the gameplay. Yeah, this is a good game. Like, an actually good mobile game. And it had a good announcement. I think this is a good game. I don't know why people hate on it. Probably because they just play it on the Switch and not their phones. But then you have Pokemon Go getting Mega Evolutions. Wow! Um, I don't. I haven't played Pokemon Go in forever uh, because I found pretty much all the Pokemon I like, and then I stopped playing Pokemon Go. But but they have Mega Evolutions now, which you know that's pretty neat. And they also have the Isle of Armor DLC. <sighs> I hate the Isle of Armor. 
it disappointed me so much. I loved the first hour, and then they just dropped the quality off a cliff. I did a review on that watch that, if you want to know how much I hate it. But then, we got the best announcement in the whole show. Pokemon Snap. New Pokemon Snap. Gorgeous visuals. Really fun. I can't wait to play this. Um, Bandai Namco's making it. Good, because uh, Pokemon Company is way overworking Game Freak, so it's good that they outsourced it. So, it looks really interesting. I think the sound is just taken from an iPhone when you snap the pictures, which is just cheap and kind of dumb. But the visuals are gorgeous. It looks great. And that was the first Pokemon Presents. And I thought, oh, the second one will be like a new Let's Go or Diamond and Pearl remakes. Or Pokemon Gun. No, it was a Pokemon MOBA called Pokemon Unite. That was the only thing that they discussed. And I'm like, um, okay, because here's the thing. I don't care, but it looks fine. It looks high quality, but it's being made by Tencent. But it looks fine, I guess. Then we have Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, it was an arms fighter. We knew that from the mini direct. And everyone was saying, oh, it's going to be Master Mummy. No, it's going to be Springman. No, it's going to be Ribbon Girl. Those were all admirable contenders. It was none of them. It was Min Min, um, who I did not expect, but, you know, kind of makes sense. She's one of the most unique. And to be honest, I don't really care for Smash Brothers that much. I got really excited when Banjo-Kazooie was in there because I consider Smash Brothers to be more of a Hall of Fame and a great thing to speculate about, but I don't really like playing the games that much. I just personally don't. And then, so yeah, those were the Pokemon Presents and the Smash Brothers presentation in June, um, later June. And, you know, they were pretty good, actually. I didn't think they were that bad. Uh, they were fine. Smash, you know, it was only one character, so I'm not going to dock points for that. And Pokemon, the first one was great, and the second one was fine. So overall, it was an okay, uh, those were okay presentations. I think they did a good job at showing what was special. I think they did a good job of showing new games. And uh, speaking of showing new games... Then there was Ubisoft, with their Ubisoft Forward event. And oh boy, did they not show good games. They did not. So we start out with new content for Just Dance 2, 2020. Fine, I guess. Whatever. Fine if you want to show new content before the show actually starts. Then we get uh, new content for The Crew 2, which is a driving game. A lot of new content, actually. Which... Okay, that's cool, I guess, for people who like those two games. But, I mean, come on. You've got to show us actual games. You can't just show us, you know, new content for games. That's just, that's just not how it works, guys. That's just, oh, what's this? New content for The Division 2. Teammates with, like, skins or something. Okay, but this is it, right? You're going to show us a new game? No, uh, Trials Rising with a bearded guy. Um, why is he firing a paper mache gun to himself? Ubisoft, what is wrong with... Scooby-Dooby-Doo, what is wrong with you, Ubisoft? 
Wait. Ghost Recon Breakpoint new content? When is the new content gonna end, guys? I mean, just seriously, like, come on, give, a, give us a game at the very least, let alone a new game. I mean, come on. Wait, what? Bubber Ducky? Bubber Ducky? Oh, oh, oh my god, it's Bubber Ducky! Hello, GameStop. I'd like to pre-order every copy of Ghost Recon Breakpoint. What do you mean it's already out? Well, then I'll take every copy you have in every store. I don't care if it's $600,000. Do it! And then we have cheese, guys. You can't just keep showing new content. We end off with Raw Hollow getting new content. Seriously? Is that all you're gonna show is new content for games? I mean, wait. Oh, yeah, they did show one new game. Just one, just one, because, you know, sh totally should only show one game at your giant event. Uh, Far Cry 6. Far Cry games are usually pretty buggy. Um, but fine, I guess, for fans of the franchise. So, what's it, what's next? A new game? No. A <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Let me just say, after playing Ghost of Tsushima, Assassin's Creed looks just like a clunky, buggy mess. I don't care in the slightest. I don't care if you're a fan. You gotta admit. We already saw this a million times before. They could have just put out a trailer on their YouTube channel, not take up time in the event. Oh, here's another new game. Oh, wait, we already knew about it. Hyperscape, this actually looks cool. It's like a shooter on multiplayer game that has like a theme, some very cool themes, but I barely know anything about it other than that. We already knew about it for a long time, so not a big announcement or anything. Okay. This means that the, that the event is going to get better, right? No. Watch Dogs Legion, which we've known about for, what was it, like, two years now? It's the third Watch Dogs game, and fine, I guess, if you're a fan of that series. But again, we already knew about it. The only new information was a weird trailer that looks like garbage, and a release date. Why? Why show this at your event? Why not just put out a trailer saying the release date? Then we get a uh demo uh based like a cheap looking game demo based on a apple tv plus show why is this at your event i mean seriously ubisoft just does not know what they're doing this was probably the worst thing i've ever seen in my entire life i mean what was this ubisoft just didn't know what they were doing here it was ridiculous oh wait Stadia had an event. Well, that changes everything. We got a new game called Outcasters. Okay, looks kind of neat, which is an exclusive. We also got Orcs Must Die 3 as an exclusive uh, release date. So they're, they're working hard. The guys who made Until Dawn um, and two other developers are also working on big projects for Stadia. So that's really weird. Uh, Stadia must have some must really want to not die. I thought Google was going to give up on it. Apparently they're not. I mean, this game looks like it's full of charm and looks fine. But really, Stadia, like, I mean, I'm just shocked because this already is more stuff 
than Ubisoft showed, and it's Stadia. And when you're doing way worse than Stadia, you got a problem. I mean, Ubisoft has always been pretty terrible. Um, and, you know, right before the Ubisoft forward, some bad stuff came out about the company itself, so that didn't help either. But, you know, when you're worse than Stadia, you got a problem. And Stadia was actually okay. They showed some exclusives. They talked about some exclusives. And I believe they said Sega was working on a project. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they said that Sega was working on a big exclusive for them. For me, it's just they need a big, big, massive exclusive to really drive home that Stadia is worth it. The closest thing they have is guilt. So, you know. Then they revealed Click to Play, which is cool. Like, if you're watching a stream -er or something, you can click on the link and play that game with them if you own it or if you have Stadia Pro. And so that's pretty interesting. It's called Click to Play. It's, it's nice. Um, seems like a cool little feature. They focused on it a bit too much, but it was cool. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was a fine little neat tiny feature and then we got info panzer dragoon remake is coming to stadia and tons of games are coming to stadia pro so that's pretty cool too you know super hot monster boy so quite a few good games quite a few low points overall an okay conference but then we got xbox oh there they must be angry that playstation did such a good job they're gonna fire back with the best things ever and we start off with halo infinite gameplay finally and it looks fine it's it comes to xbox one pc and xbox series x so not an exclusive and the graphics look really bad like they look like from 2005, then we got State of Decay 3, which is going for a dark tone, and it looks pretty gross with, um, zombie deer? What the heck? Uh, but that looks alright, and State of Decay 3 comes to Xbox Series X and PC. And then we get a look at Forza Game, which doesn't have a subtitle or a number, it's just called Forza Motorsport. What? 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 Why are you doing a reboot of Forza of all, like, it, it, they just had one like two years ago. Why do you need to reboot it? And that comes to Xbox Series X and PC. And then, instead of getting Banjo-Kazooie or Perfect Dark, we got another rare game called Everwild. The art style is weird, the premise is interesting, but like... What? Of all the things Rare could do with their pre-existing IPs, you do this, and that comes to Xbox Series X and PC. Then we got this stupid chapter-based visual novel called Tell Me Why, which just looks like kind of ridiculous. That comes to Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC. Then we got DLC for the game called The Outer Worlds, which... Got mixed reception, but I thought it looks pretty cool. And so Obsidian is working on DLC for the game, which looks interesting. Um, so that's nice, you know, a nice little announcement. But I don't know why they included DLC at their big conference. But then we have a game from Obsidian. Another one, right? They're working really hard. 
called Grounded, where you're children that are the size of ants and you have to fight giant bugs and it's kind of like Minecraft, but you're fighting giant bugs and you can build stuff and it looks really charming and really fun and it looks really interesting. And that comes to Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. And then we got another Obsidian game. Another one that's a medieval adventure game with lots of magic and sword slashing. And it actually looks pretty cool and that's called Avowed. Uh, Weird name, but a cool-looking game, and that comes to Xbox Series X and PC. Then we got this garbage-looking game called, uh, like, As Dusk Falls. Like, what? I, it looks fine, like, the visuals are cool, but who cares? This doesn't look interesting. That comes to Xbox Series X and PC. Then we get Psychonauts 2. I haven't played the first one, but this game looks so charming. It looks so freaky, so awesome, and so freaking awesome. It just looks really creative, really fun. The guys who make it make some of the greatest, most creative games ever. That comes to Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC. Then we got uh, Shooter, I think called Stalker 2. I've never heard of Stalker 1, but that comes to Xbox Series X and PC. Then we got a for sure shooter, which looks weird. It has like zombies, I think, called Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. What a dumb name. That's a stupid name, but it looks okay, I guess. They didn't really show much, but it, it, it I mean, it looks fine, and we don't really, we think you know, it's okay, but Xbox Series X and Windows PC is what it's coming to. And then what? What's this? Multiplayer Tetris? Yeah, that's right. Multiplayer Tetris, which with Tetris effect connected. Um, I mean, a lot of the reasons why people like Tetris effect was because it was in VR, but this comes to Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC at the launch of the Series X. We also have this game called... The Gunk, which looks really neat. It gives me a Ratchet and Clank vibe. You're sucking up gunk to find hidden areas. It looks great. I think this game looks really charming and fun. And that comes to Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and PC. And then we got a big Sega project. Wait, Fantasy Star? Fan no, oh wait, no. Yeah, that's right. Fantasy Star Online 2, it's, I think it's an expansion, a standalone expansion, or a new game just with 2 in the title, I don't know, some people do really weird, like, Japanese developers like to do really weird names when they have big series, um, okay, I guess, I thought Psycho would be working on, like, an exclusive Sonic game or something cool like that, but no, then we got... Crossfire X, which is a cool shooter. It looks cool. Um, nice logo, I guess. And that comes in 2020 for Xbox One and Xbox Series X. Wait, not PC? What? That's just insane. You can't have an Xbox game without it being on PC. What? Wait, what? What? What is this? What? A sword and a and a fa Is this like a 
Is this like another announced, an, a, a, a vowed trailer? If it is, that'd be cool. A little fake out, but this is the last thing they're showing. What is this? Uh, a Twinker? Uh, a, a Tinkerbell game? I don't know what this game could possibly be, but it looks cool. I think this new IP looks pretty interesting. And what? That frog just ate that fairy. Okay, well this game looks fine, but I don't know why they're ending the show off with it. I mean, what? <laughs> so we're getting a new Fable game, okay. But then we had the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase with... Cadence DLC, uh, Character Pack Boy, Impa, Aria, Shadow Link, and Shadow Zelda, as well as this weird-looking guy named Frederick. That's how they started off their direct mini. Oh, sorry, Partner Showcase. Um, the second one is, the second pack of DLC for Cadence of Hyrule is 39 brand new songs, which is quite a bit, uh, you know. That's quite a lot. I think this is a neat announcement. And then the third one is brand new levels where you play as Skull Kid using different masks for different abilities. It has a Majora's Mask aesthetic, and it looks really interesting. I think that they could do a lot of interesting stuff with this Cadence DLC. So this, I, I was going into this believing the partner showcase would be like a direct mini, just with third-party exclusive games. Well, was I right? I thought, oh, they did Cadence DLC, so it'll be a big third-party exclusive, and that'll take up the rest of the eight minutes. Well, they also announced a packaged version of the game with all the DLC included, which I'll be buying because I don't have the game. No. They didn't show an exclusive, they showed Rogue Company, which I thought was a neat exclusive. When I reacted to this many, many, many decades ago, no, just kidding, it was almost less than a year ago. And when I reacted to the September Direct, I said, Rogue Company looks very interesting, very cool. Finally, Nintendo's gonna get a neat little multiplayer shooter with actual guns. No, it's not an exclusive. And it's also a Fortnite PUBG type game. I thought it would be like a third-person campaign shooter. No, it's a free-to-play game. That That is massively, massively, massively disappointing. But it looks fine. I mean, I know I'm copyright again, but it, it just looks okay. I mean, there's not really anything offensive about it. It's just, why should I care? They made so many games like this. Why should I care? It's made by the guys who made Paladin, so it should be high quality, but like, why? And speaking of why, oh, this gives me chills just thinking about it. They had to make a big deal of WWE 2K Battlegrounds. <laughs> oh, you must be kidding, right? Seriously, this is offensive. This is ridiculous. 
Um, why do you take so long to show us this, especially when the latest WWE games have sucked and the versions that are worst are on the Nintendo Switch? Even if that this game is supposed to be good, why are you showing this for so long? Why not just put out a trailer on your YouTube channel? Why even have this partner showcase in the first place? This was where I was really starting to get worried and was really starting to think that this wasn't even going to be on par with like half of a mini direct. After almost a year of no directs, they can't even give us half of a mini direct. That was incredibly disappointing. So the problem isn't this partner showcase. The problem is the lack of something better than the partner showcase. But maybe this one last announcement will save it. It's from Atlas, so it could be interesting. And, well, it's, it's Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne Remastered. Not remade. Not a new one. Not anything else. Not an exclusive. A digital remaster of a 17-year-old RPG. Let me repeat myself. A digital remaster of a 2003 17-year-old RPG. I'm fine with RPGs, but really that's how you're going to end off your big show. Well, not your big show, but your only show all summer long. The only thing they announced this summer was and released this summer was Origami King, which is one game and it's also an RPG. I don't understand how they keep getting away with this. They really, really need to get their act together. I mean, seriously, if they don't give us a direct soon, I'm just going to be disappointed. I mean, I, I'm just going the Sony route this year, but, you know. Wait, what? There's another announcement? It's also from Atlas. What could this possibly be? Oh, it's Shin Megami Tensei 5. My point still stands. It's niche. You know, it's not a big series. It's not going to please everybody. Just give us... A Mario remaster, or a new Mario game, or a new Zelda game, or a Pikmin game, or a Star Tropics game. Give us anything, Nintendo. Anything. Anything at all, please. But, that being said, I should get into ranking these conferences. So, I think number one has to go to... The PS5 event, so many good games, tons of launches, tons of uh, timed exclusives, tons of regular exclusives, great hardware, great showcase, well-paced. Uh, then I'd have to give it to the Xbox showcase because it was well-paced, a lot of good games, but not a lot of exclusives. So, you know, a good job. Then I'd give number three to EA Play because it was great for what it was. It was the best EA thing in existence uh, ever. Then I would give number four to the Pokemon and Smash uh, presentations. They were pretty good. They showed off a lot of games, especially the Pokemon ones, so it was okay. Uh, then I would have to give number five to Stadia. They did an okay job. Then I would give number six to Nintendo for barely showing anything, but still being only eight minutes of pain. And then 
the final place to Ubisoft because it sucked. So with that being said, that ends off season two of Console Conversations and this episode. Thank you guys so much for watching this season. Be safe. Make sure to comment down below. Leave a like and subscribe. And be safe. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. And I'll see you in season three.